Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I am joined, as always, by our consummate hosts, Mr. Max Sarakist and Sarak. I am very happy to be here today, guys. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah, man. I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and we don't have a Benji Pickens in the audience in the studio today. You're the audience. Damn it. But we have a special audience member who's now sitting in, longtime caller, longtime participant. He's naked right now. Dr. <laughs> Jeff Watson. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff's a good good friend of ours, and, and he's been filling in as as a as a secondary host. Yeah. But you know what? You're almost a tertiary host in my I mind. I appreciate that. It's, it's really, I'm yeah. comfortable. It's great. I'm yeah. comfortable. Glad to hear it, man. Glad, yes. Thank you for yeah. coming out, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for yes, being man. here, man. Now, I'm excited to be here, too. We're ready to podcast. But this is your podcast, where, and we can't do it without you. We take your topics, turn it into our show. We'll talk about it 30 minutes, completely unedited. And there's a lot of ways to get us those topics. And there's also a lot of rewards. Well, there's one reward. One reward. Max, tell them all about it. One reward, but so many ways. You can hit us up on the Facebooks and become a friend of the show and send us your topic that way. You can twank us on the Twitters, at Ig and Un. You can get us a topic by sending an email to topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Or while you're streaming and listening to all the episodes on the website, you can click that handy-dandy little topics button and get your topics to us that way. And why should you get your topics to us? So we can keep the show going and you can get your swanky, groovy, ignorant, and uninformed t-shirt. Because who doesn't want Now in Heather Red. Heather Red. Oh. Uh, I know, right? What color will be next? Who knows? Um, so, yeah. Keep the topics coming. Thanks for listening. And thanks for keeping the show going, guys. That's right. We love That's you That's right. Thanks. Five years going strong. Yes, sir. My God. Amazing. There are so well, many reasons topic. why we should have quit. Uh, so many. So many. <laughs> when common sense would tell you to persevere. We persevere beyond the common sense. Um, All right. We need a topic, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, if you don't mind. You are the Let's closest to the bull o topicness. Mm. It's Irish today. Oh. St. Patty's Day was a few months ago, but whatever. Certainly. All right. This is comes in from Connor. Oh, Connor. Nice. Thanks, Connor. All right. Here we go. The Gaper Invasion. How oh. tourists fuck up everything. <laughs> Traffic, safety, the grocery store. How can we all be better tourists? Oh, man. I like that last part. I'm yeah. excited about that. No. and it's... I feel like I try to be conscientious when I go other places. And... Yeah. Sure. I think, I think living here makes us better tourists because we know what pisses us Yeah, we us talked off. a little bit about this with uh, with our good friend Outdoor Dave about, like, the du- – no. Who was it? Who was in the studio? We were talking about, like, where do the moguls go? Yeah. I was Wasn't actually that here was for Jeff. that. Was that you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's it's with, kind of similar. Just continuation Audrey. here. Well, so is. this is, like, what they do after they leave the ski resort. Sure. For those of you who don't know, maybe we should talk a little bit about, like, what the Gaper invasion is. And what what gapers are up here, and how why Captain how our lives? Would you work. like to define the terms? Well, I'm just wondering, you know, because maybe Germ Jam down in Australia doesn't have to deal with this because he is out fighting kangaroos and stuff all day. <laughs> sure, but I'm pretty sure that's his job, right? I think so. He's in Australia. It so. uh, yeah, it harkens back to me when Jeff, when you were reading that, it reminds me of the first ever 
time that Ben, you, me, and Benji sat down to record about douchebaggery, yeah. yeah. which never got released, but... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, can I bring up shopping cart syndrome? Ah, uh, dude, please. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves. But no, let's define the terms. Go for All it, right. homie. All right. So, so we live in a tourist-driven community. There's, there's a small, and I say small, several, you know, thousand people who live here year-round, like twenty thousand maybe. Is it? It's gone up since. I think it's thirty-ish. It's like thirty something yeah. in the in the county, like yes. not just our town in our county. So, uh. You know, it's it, there's a lot of ski traffic, a lot of weekend warriors that come up from, like, the Denver area, the Front Range, as we call it, here in Colorado. And uh, a lot of people who come from, on spring break, from, like, you know, Texas and uh, other states in North Carolina, um, even some people from Kansas and other, you know, western-ish, midwestern states. Uh, and 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 it's it gets to be a bit much. You know, there's... So there's a sudden influx of hundreds of thousands of people at the at the the peak ski seasons, and uh, we call them gapers for several reasons. Is what I've heard. Uh, one, they stop and kind of stare slack jawed at the mountains and at very inconvenient places and times, with their mouths agape, if you will. Uh, or what I've also heard is a gaper. You know, a gaper like a first time skier, because there's a gap. The gaper gap between their goggles and their ski helmet, because essentially you buy those things together at the shop so they fit together right. Sure. And if you're using like borrowed or rented hmm. or your first time equipment, and then you're gonna get this like sunburn right sure. right below right yeah. above your goggle line. I've never oh. heard that. I've always heard that was called Rally. the Texas gap. Oh. I, uh, I always called that the gaper gap. I heard but. the other one that I had to add to that is that I heard for a while. The license plates of the rental cars that people would grab were had the first three letter, letters of GAP, G-A-P. Interesting. And that is uh, that was one of the stories I was told as well. Wow. Was that before they were red tags like they are now? Yeah, now the rental fleet cars in Colorado are red, so they stick out like a sore yeah. thumb. Yeah, so if you see a red Everyone license plate. Everyone else is green. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I've yeah. seen the red license plates. If you see a red plate, that's a rental. Oh, wild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like the GAP theory. Yeah. Never heard that one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Um, so we don't, I guess we really don't know where it comes from. Maybe it's mm -hmm. all of those sources. Maybe it's none of them. But so like like anyone who lives in a tourist-heavy nation or location throughout the nation is what I meant to say, um, you know, there's like this influx of tourists and, and they get... it it For the people who live here full time, it's their community. It's their home. And a lot of times there's... you know, they kind of come with a bit of an attitude. They kind of, you know, they, they're they quite demanding. I get it. You're on vacation. You want to have a good time. But the rest of us still live our lives. And we, you know what I mean? So it's, it's for, especially for those of us who are in the service industry, which we've all been at various points in our life. I guess I still am technically. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like, like living in, in, the, in, the, in New England. Uh, during fall, and you get all the people who come out of the city into the your leafers. little yeah, the leafers, leaf peepers. Right? Totally, totally. Or like people who live in Orlando, Florida, and spring break happens, and everybody comes to Disney World and clogs up, you know, all the down the south of downtown Orlando, or or whatever, you know, any large gathering of people who aren't native to that area. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's people who live elsewhere in the country. 
who don't really experience that? Like maybe they're the people they must be the people that go other places. Well, sure. I mean, I think about I grew up in a town in Missouri and people sure as hell aren't going there. Yeah, did for... you have a gaper invasion? <laughs> I mean, it is it's the home of in Bass Missouri. Pro. So, you're oh, going to get those people. Right. But for the most part, they stay near Bass Pro. And sure. So, sure. your normal daily life, you're not going to come in contact with tourists. Yeah. Whereas so, living here, that's all we do. Yeah. So, I guess up here, we kind of get at various times of the year, and it seems to be a longer and longer period of time almost every year. It, it's just, it's like, oh, it's it started this first week of May now. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, you know, rather than like, it used to be. Memorial Day was always the the first mark of the crazy summer season or mm-hmm. or like uh you know after Thanksgiving is is when the ski season picks up you know but it so these people kind of come into into our towns and they rent all the hotel rooms and they make yeah. you know hours long waits at restaurants and they live you know, their lives and they eat all of our food in the grocery store. Yeah, like, I've, man, I've know. seen the grocery store like wiped out, especially if there's a big <laughs> snowstorm and everyone's like sure. afeard of being uh being oh. trapped overnight buried in sure. their ho- in their hotel they will like wh- bread milk eggs all the staples like disappear it's like a zombie town yeah my favorite is like i definitely can recall times going through the grocery store and going down the bread aisle where like it's been completely picked clean except for one like ripped open bag of bread <laughs> it's like who the like how does that even happen seriously <laughs> yeah totally but uh, so I feel like that's a pretty good foundation for listeners to have like a sense of what this question yeah. actually means, like the yeah. background. What was the uh, Jeff? If you'd be so kind as sure. to, I went, a bit on, I went on a bit of a tirade, didn't I? Sorry. It's okay. Sorry, Tangential. Kids. No. Um. So Never. how how tourists fuck up everything? Okay. Traffic, safety, the grocery store, mm-hmm, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what? To, how what? can we all be better tourists? And I'm okay. glad he asked that question. Yeah, because I'm, I kind of want to argue the other side, because I get tired of people ripping on tourists here because they're our lifeblood. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're least, what keep most of us. Yeah, you know, employed, I couldn't live here if the tourists didn't come here, and it kind of pisses me off when I constantly hear locals ripping on gapers. I mean, that's true of all of us because regardless of how attached we are to that industry. Like, the fact that we have roads and utilities mm-hmm. and grocery stores to fuck up. I mean, if yeah. it weren't for tourists, those, we, none of sure. that stuff would be here. Yeah. We don't have, like, a thriving industry. I do I do like that he asks, how can we be better tourists? Because yeah. we can all be better tourists. So do you guys do you like want to places? start there with how to be a better tourist? Or do you want to start with, like, railing on what makes shit people shitty tourists? Well, let's, talk, let's talk about the things that that people do wrong and then ha- and then wrap up with maybe how we can All right, do so them better. You've got the clock in front of you. So when it's time to get to the the positive, how we can make the world better. How can we make you, the world a better place? How much time do you want to you make the in. world a better place? Oh <laughs> god. Just like, we got we got like 20 minutes left. So we're we're, yeah, we're Let's try good. to do 10 to 10. Let's see yeah. how it goes. Sure. Yeah, we're good. All right. So you know, the thing is that tourists I've I've always tried to as as mad as I get sometimes driving around and I'm like someone's driving like an idiot they don't know where they're going I try to be cognizant of the fact if not understanding that that they've literally like I've been in this town now for a decade I know my way around you know what I mean I know that I know the ins and outs of every street in in our town and I know how to get places fast you know what I'm saying I I forget sometimes that. Many people, upon first encountering 
any new location. They have to figure out where they're going. They have to fit, you know, and you're not going to be fast. You're not going to do things exactly the way that maybe you would if you had lived in a place for 10 years. So I, I think that that's that's a problem, right? Is But it's just a, it's a problem you can't really do anything about. You can't teach people the map faster. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you can't, like, make them practiced at so, something so what's, having them what, sure. Yeah, end result that we're going to end up with traffic for stupid reasons. People sure, totally. slow to take off from a light because they don't know where they're going, you know, like, or, or whatever. So you got to be a little bit aware of that fact. I think – a lot of it, to me, comes down to, like, two two basic things. And one is the tragedy of the commons, right? Like, people who are going to a new location have no sense of ownership or stewardship to yes. that location that they may have at their homes. But because they are not in their home stewardship, and they're away, yep. like, that shit just goes out the window. Shopping cart syndrome. Yes. One of my biggest pet peeves. Yep. I call it I call it shopping cart syndrome, and it was one of the things that was first expressed to me was was just that be, and it's it's because this isn't their home, this isn't their local soup city market, you know, supermarket for groceries. So you know, I got my rental car, I got all this shit that we need to have our great week in a vacation. I'm gonna throw it in my rental car, and I don't care if it spills because it's not my car. I don't have to care. And now I'm just gonna throw my shopping cart and leave it here in this parking space instead of return it. Even though I can literally see the shopping cart return, because they have one on every row, people. It's not like fifty paces away. See, I'd argue that's not even a tourist problem. That's a people problem. That's a people problem. But it's even worse when you're elsewhere. When you're sure. not like, like it happens even with the locals. There's people who just don't give a fuck because they're like, yeah. whatever. It's not yeah. my job to take this cart back here. They pay someone to do that. Sure. And, and while that argument could be made, that makes you a horrible person. That's the argument. <laughs> yes. That's how yes. I would counter that argument. Yes. It must be sure. easy up there on your high horse. It's um, glorious. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the verandas. You're already on the cross. <laughs> nice. Um, I think, too, like Connor, uh, which good on you, Connor. Go Browns. One of my buddies from the Browns oh. bar um, was talking about uh, safety. Browns. He brought up, and I think I mean that's that's legitimate. Like we, it is a high alpine environment up here, and like yeah. if we get people who are not accustomed to driving in mountains or in snow, absolutely. And th- I mean to to combine those two factors, sure. like that that, that makes is a danger. Safety real. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a reason why I seventy closes every time it snows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's and true. it's because dumb people get into accidents because mm-hmm. they are texting or mm-hmm. what have you, going too fast or not paying attention. Any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like it's always kind of, you know, we, we think about it in terms of like, oh, the highway's closed again. Oh, we're all stuck here for another few hours. And the traffic backs up and, no, you know, because everyone's trying to get on the highway and you can't. So it literally will back up for miles. On, on a two-lane road, four-lane road, I guess, out to uh, Keystone, you know, like all the way back. Like, to, it's just crazy when the Dude, highway closes. There was one day this winter I was trying to go have dinner over at Benji's uh, to kick it with his family, and I was stuck in traffic. It took me an hour to not make it to Dillon. Like, we're talking, it took me an hour to go three, not even go three miles, really. Yeah. And it was just like, this is... This is terrible. Seventy was closed, and the past was closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's also like the first and last storms of the seasons 
are the worst because it's you know no it's like suddenly everyone forgot that it snows here so everyone has to like remember how sure. to do it relearn even locals it seems like people are just like oh yeah it's snowing i should probably have gotten my snow tires on here oh well sure no or, i think i mean locals are just as bad as tourists yeah and anyone that says it's not true they're lying it just makes me it feel it makes me feel so callous though to be like oh god the highway's closed again but it's like yeah, some because a semi like probably rolled over, or you know, a family of in a van like just blew got off a cliff. Sure, thirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Up. Like that, that. Fuck it, I need to get where I need to go. I'm trying to go to <laughs> well, Noodles and Company, and it's <laughs> it's <laughs> that, ridiculous. It's that attitude that I think really leads to it all because it's absolutely that, that self involvement. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's true. Um, yep. Was that can, your second point? Well, yeah, sort of. Exactly. Okay. That, that, um, you know, when people go on vacation, the whole idea of a vacation is that you get to check out of, of your daily life, right? Like you can turn that shit off. And unfortunately, uh, like empathy and, uh, I don't know, like common courtesies and civilities, like get lumped in there as well. Mm -hmm. I think. Absolutely. Um, do you guys have any specific, like, pet peeves with tourists? Like, shopping carts is definitely a big one of mine. Whether you are a guest somewhere or you live there, just put your fucking shopping cart where it belongs, not in my parking space. Man, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there, there's just kind of, like, the I, generally it's kind of the entitlement that people feel. Like, I'm on vacation. I'm here to have a good time and everybody – that like what you were saying that self involvement that's hard for me to like see a lot of times especially when like some some you because know, you're so self involved <laughs> we all are just because no but like when i see like some poor waitress or hostess and they're like a 40 minute wait we've been here for 36 minutes and you haven't called our number yet you know like it just like given sh- it, it, like we're from yeah say somewhere it. say it you Fucking bigot. I know. I I was going to say Texas. I know you were. You knew I was. Uh, I got nothing against people from Texas. Austin's a great city. It's a shame it's in Texas. (laughs) It's an island of itself. (laughs) A blue island and a sea of red. I guess a lot of my – it's weird. A lot of my hang-ups come around food and grocery stores because the other big pet peeve that comes to mind are folks – and this happens everywhere. This has nothing to do, Jeff, like you were saying, with tourists – but um, people who throw their hazards on to run into the grocery mm, store yeah. and just, like, park in That's the lane. Oh, I hate that. That's the worst. Uh, Why would anyone do that ever? People do it at Target now. See, I've I've cussed someone before, and then I walk up, and I see this, like, 90-year-old woman get out of the car, and I'm like, wow, I'm a dick. Hmm. You do that. Yeah. You know? No, of course, sure. man. Sure. Absolutely. It all goes back to you don't know the whole story. No. You don't. You can't assume. I mean, I've told Max before, when I drive over here, I drove over this beautiful pass, and I'll get behind someone, and at first I'll be like, fuck these people for going so slow, and then I realize they're taking pictures, and then I'm like, wow, I live here, and these people, they they pay to come here, and we're lucky enough to live here, and then I just cool my jets after that. Yeah, like they save for like an entire year, spend all of their accrued time off to come hang out for four days. Where we wake up every fucking day. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, I mean, even like Jeff, I was telling you before we turned on the mics, like, I was driving down to Denver last night, and it's just been gorgeous these last two days. Like, beautiful spring days and white fluffy clouds and blue skies and snow-capped mountains. And, like, it is gorgeous where we live. It really is. Yeah, man. There's um, a reason why millions of people come here. <laughs> true enough. True enough. Easy to forget, too, and easy to get mad, because we do. We take that stuff for granted, and mm -hmm. like, oh, this is my drive to work, but this is their first-time gorgeous drive True. over Swan Mountain, and the yeah. lake is still as glass, and it looks yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. No big deal. No, no. big deal. Yeah. Just Tuesday. Hashtag, that's our, hashtag blessed. <laughs> that's, our, that's our disc golf view. Whatever. Yep. Meh. Every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you just get so bogged down in your own personal shit, you just got to remember to look up every now and then, mm -hmm. see all the mountains, and be like, fuck, no I live here. Amen. No, I, great. I mean, I was telling Jeff, like, I was at Red Rocks last night, and everybody around me was people who had the first time they'd ever really been there. And oh. I go to shows there all the time, and it's like, wow, it's kind of nice to be around. Like, it's a cool venue. Yeah, it's really newbies. Cool, no, man. it's gorgeous. And, like, to see things with fresh eyes, like, I think mm -hmm. it's nice. That's a good thing to, yeah. to try to cultivate. Yeah. yeah. So what else? So, you know, they it's, uh, a lot of it's, like, the ski resorts and you know that's that's where the 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 majority of those problems are going to happen like you know you're trying to take a few runs and you've got some people who don't really know the rules of the hill and sure. you know you know the not giving you the right away when when they they should or or maybe they just don't know maybe they don't they're not able to you know that's the other part of it yeah so i think that goes it's just it takes a little bit of understanding on both parts and i agree with jeff it's like mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to hear everybody Rip on, where get these fucking people out of town and blah, blah, blah. Well, just look back to your first day on the mountain. How it yeah, felt, right? how scary it was, how intimidating it was. And <laughs> Dude, my first ever powder day, I was, I will never forget being on the outback of Keystone and just being <laughs> relentlessly mocked by the people on the lift. Because I like, I would go three feet and then fall and like skis would come off. And, go home, gaper. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and that's the other thing you got to remember. We were all the gaper once. We've all been gapers. Yeah, you know? so, so probably still are. Yeah, you know? be yeah. nice. Be nice. To I know them. when I go to a, a city I'm not familiar with, I'm just like, what the fuck, and don't know where to go. And hey, man. Yeah, and I'm in people's way. Yeah, because I'm going absolutely, slow and everyone else knows where yeah. they're going and how to get yeah. there. And like, well, when I lived in, so this kind of is a good transition and a perfect time. I was about to, to ask. transition into how do you be a better tourist? How do you be you know more considerate and i th i think max you've probably got a few tips being an international traveler like how do you sure well i actually know, thought i actually thought you were going to talk about new york but yeah no, i was going to talk about new york but i was going to get there oh, okay nice i like it um yeah no i have tons of tips. but i think even i think i learned a lot more about how to be a better traveler as far as like decorum and customs mm -hmm. by living here where we get so many visitors and like seeing all the things I don't like and then consciously taking that with me and knowing like, oh, while I'm new here, all of these people live here every day. And like, oh, that person's having a shitty day. Like I've had a shitty day. I know how that goes. And, you know, just more, more empathy, more compassion to like, mm -hmm. and more awareness of your surroundings and trying to get out of, your own like head and your own experience. personal journey to yeah. have, have a good time and yeah. realize there's other people in the world too. exactly mm -hmm. i think that's what i try to do 
most of the time. But like I remember, like when I lived in New York, and I, I you know, once I finally got my footing and I kind of knew my way around the city, and there were there's places, you know, I I had to work in the entertainment industry in the theater district, so I was, you know, in Times Square, which is like one of the most visited in the country in the in the country <laughs> in if the world, not the world, possibly, yeah. And so there's all a lot of different like languages and a lot of different people and and people. You know, and I was just trying to and and people, you know, New Yorkers kind of have this stereotype of just being like kind of callous and totally stupid, you know, like get the fuck out of the walking here, you know, <laughs> like that. Like, you know, and we're just trying to get from one place to another. But a lot of times Times Square is as just like the mountains is a different skyline, but it's the same thing. People want to see it. They want to look at all the bright lights and the, the busyness of the city. And so in the Times Square area especially, but a lot of different places in New York, people just – they kind of walk slow. They walk mm-hmm. in like sideways clumps. Mm-hmm. Take up the whole sidewalk. They take up the whole mm-hmm. sidewalk, and mm-hmm. it's like a barrier, and you're just trying to get to the subway because you've got to be at work sure. in 20 minutes. You're like, fuck. Yeah. That I, I've said a few things that I, to this day, regret saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you be willing to share? Uh, like one or two Like two people? Or? And I was just, I, I think I, you know, said, like along the lines of, you know, get the fuck out of my town or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like, like Jesus, learn to walk! <laughs> uh, yeah. Like shit, like I've yeah. said that. Yeah. You know, especially, okay. and, and all of them happened within a few blocks of Times Square. Which, sure. You know, Midtown, so it's. Which is a tourist-heavy area. Central Park is sure. the same way. Yeah. Around Central Park. Not in Central Park. It's a little easier to spread out. But The thing is, tourists also realize that they aren't liked a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. It's like you kind of t- – so maybe there's this, like, defensive almost sure. stance that you take. is like, I'm going here, and I'm going to learn my way. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a restaurant I used to work at, and we'd have people come in two or three times during their visit, and you'd chat them up and – They'd tell you how every other place they went to in town, people treated them like shit. And you're just like, Uh, that's pretty fucked up and sad. Yeah. That you're spending a lot of money and get treated like dirt by the locals. And that's not cool. Right. Well, and then you like, this is something that they have looked forward to. Yes. And like in their. And their planning of the trip, I doubt most people account for like, oh, the douchebag locals are going to be there that don't want me there. Uh, I'd say that's another way to be a good tourist, though, is to like try to try to get in with the locals, you know, like, like not in the sense that like they're there to provide you a service, but like talk to them because they know they do they know the air. You're gonna have a better time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, absolutely. You know, you're gonna and you're Absol- gonna catch. Yeah. I've always my dad is always you know asking for advice is a lot better than asking for favors, and a lot of times it comes with favors. Interesting. So you say like he always he always told Tom's me like a wise guy. yeah he's like you know I I I'm not there was a, a guy who lived in New York and he was a producer on some TV network or something and my dad kept asking telling me to like he kept telling me he kept saying I should uh, suggesting that that I should meet up with this guy for like lunch because he knew my granddad and what he's a really cool guy actually we ended up getting coffee one time but it was you know he was all, he told me. Uh, he was like, you know, you don't have to go ask this guy for a job. That's not what you're there for. You just want to tell him, you know, say you want to pick his brain, ask him questions, learn from his his experience, and yeah, you know, ask some advice on, hey, if I was looking to do something like this, how would you go about doing? It? And that's that's always stuck with me as some good advice. And I feel like that in a new situation, that's going to serve you very well 
and, that, and you're going to catch, you know, you catch a lot more flies with honey than vinegar. So Certainly. The, the nicer Absolutely. you can be about it to say like, oh, hey, you live here. That's really cool. Like, I'm not telling you what to say to me and like people <laughs> listening, like when you come here. But like, that's what I would do. Maybe like if I was in a place that I that, you know, now were I to go back to New York City or to a city I haven't been to or a place, any place I doesn't have to be a city, but. You know, like talk to the people who work there at, at Disney World or whatever. And, you know, like as people, and just yeah, like chat them up a little bit and say like, hey, what, you know, what what should I do? How should I see this? As case in point, friend of mine worked at the the new uh, Harry Potter World thing in at Universal Studios Islands of Adventure, and I had used to work I used to work at Islands of Adventure as well before the Harry Potter Park was there. Yeah, Taylor. And uh, Taylor, and uh, anyway, it was a friend of mine, and, and we just were like, "Hey, let's meet up with with." I'd love to see you. You know, are you working at the park today? And it wasn't like, "Hey, do you have any free tickets?" Because sometimes that happens um, when you're just like, "I need some passes to the parks." Anyone have anything? And and a lot of times, you know, people have a billion. Like my good buddy Tony, he has a thousand comps because he's worked at Universal since we were in high school. Uh, and so, you know, he gets a bajillion free tickets and he offered them like I was like, hey, man, I'd love to see you. I don't know if you have any like deals or anything that you could maybe help help us out with. But he's like, no, let me give you some free tickets. And I was like, sweet. But anyway, my friend Kate worked at this place and we just met up with her and she's like, oh, hey, do you want to see like the backs like the, you know, go through the on the Harry Potter ride or whatever? And I was like, uh, sure. So we just met up with her after we saw her perform in a show that she was there. She met up with us after on a break and. She took us in, like, the back way. We skipped over most of the line, but we got to duck in and see all the stuff in the queue. Which, if you haven't been to Harry Potter Islands of Adventure and you haven't been to the Hogwarts ride, it's awesome. The queue is, like, it's like you're walking through the school. It's really cool. Oh. And it's, like, there's videos of the, and they're, like, projections on, like, glass or some kind of script. So they look like they're standing there behind a set piece. It's actually really cool. And there's like this whole thing, and anyway, they're trying to break you out of school, and then you go, you go flying in a, in a broom closet with, with Ron, Hermione, and, and and Harry Potter, and it's magical. It is, it is, uh, it is pretty great. Another another tip that I have wrestled from my my PhD in waiting tables was I know a lot of us would bitch when we were. Uh, you know, back in the wait station, in the kitchen, what have you, if we had a table that was treating us like shit and, you know, the difference between servant and server. And, you know, uh, so, I mean, I think another way to be a better tourist is to realize that, like you said, Ben, everyone you're dealing with is a person. Like, we all have our own struggles. We all have our own battles. We have good days and bad days. And, like, treat people like people. Yeah. As opposed to commodities and that goes both ways yeah absolutely greet people with a smile and please and thank you yeah and tip your waitresses yeah (laughs) sure tip your servers Uh Uh no but honestly like i mean you're on vacation you're having a good time let people know that with your wallet too i think that's that's important to say (laughs) interesting okay i know we're all on a budget we all got our shit to do if you can't it's cool don't worry about it but like don't be a dick about it i would say know how to tip yeah would be a good tip yeah but yeah. Well, and it's amazing, too. Like, from someone who's been on the other end of that, like, there have definitely been days or nights that have been made by, like, I came in in a shitty mood, and there was some sympathetic 
customer who recognized that. And instead of like piling it on and making it worse, they gave me a really generous tip. And I'll be damned if that one, that one encounter didn't uh, go a long way to uh, writing my day or night. Yeah. I think that's the ultimate advice that we could give for this podcast. Just, you know, do something nice. Just be, make somebody's day. And that's going to, that's going to help you out whether you're at home or as a tourist somewhere. Amen. Well, that, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it, guys. Ready to wrap it up? Hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Max Sarakistan Sarak. Look, I'm a Hufflepuff, so my advice is just be fucking nice. Yeah. Just be nice to people. And I am Ben Gryffindor, Hollywood Whitmore. So I, I'll probably punch you first, but then I'll be nice. <laughs> In the name of Brandy. And we all know that Jeff is a Slytherin. Thanks, Jeff, for being here today. Oh, thank you, Slytherin forever. <laughs> Slytherin forever. Uh, hey, make sure you download all the podcasts on whatever podcaster you listen to us on. Hit that subscribe button on iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Or twank us on the Twitter. Send us a topic that away at ig and un. You can send us a topic to topics at ignorant and uninformed dot com via email you can also download all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com we're gonna be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot ass freshness all up in your grill peace off